I'll switch off your mic. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the That's a Haram podcast with me, Rahma Ramadan. Yo, I'm Rahma Ramadan, and there are no boys and girls here, so ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our podcast. And who are you? My name is Ken Kukere, and I'm your Rahma. How long are we Are we going to have to keep doing that bit? I mean, I, I know, I thought it was funny in the beginning, but... Ah, yo, it's just getting boring. Anyway. It's not getting boring. It's fine. And if we don't want to record it all the time, let's just use the our stock fo- uh, footage, whatever yeah. audio. Yeah, let's let's not give the people our secrets. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode four. Hope you guys enjoy, and you can follow us on our socials. Let's get right into the episode. Peace. Yeah, so guys, this is the first time that we are, that I'm not in control of the Zoom, that it's hard recording it, Ooh. and I feel, I feel weird, I honestly feel weird, I won't lie. Take several seats, just uh, take several seats. Uh, <laughs> not take just one seat, just take, just, just take several seats. Yo, yep, yep. How, yep. how are we five episodes in, we don't, and we don't even have an intro? I don't know, I don't know. We're, we're we just freestyle this thing. Adi? Actually, we can yeah. just be saying, you know, hey, welcome to the podcast. You know, the podcast, I'm welcome to a podcast. And then that's it, like episode whatever. How about, how about, <clears throat> um, let, 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 let me try something, yeah? And um, I guess we can say something like, what is up, good people of the internet? Ah, I'm sure y'all are happy to hear that. You're making noise. Yeah, see, I'm trying to keep this thing lively, and uh, unlike some people. First of all, ninety percent of our listeners will have their headphones on. So, oh, did you? How do you know you that? Hear? Yeah, guys, we just decided to just start recording like this. This is the That's So Haram podcast. My name is Kevin Gekere, and we're here with. Rahma Ramadan. that we have uh, as a filler. Wow. Wow, I still can't believe that this is my idea, but you still think of me as a filler co-host. Wow, fantastic. Anyway, Rahma, Wagwan, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic. How, how has your week been? I, I it's, how it's has your week started? Day. My week is it's so busy. It's just so busy. Before we, we pressed record, I was telling you about the way my weeks are just so busy. I think I need to find another schedule that works best for me because, yo, eh, like it reaches Tuesday or Wednesday in the morning and I am done completely. I'm so done. Yeah, I, yeah. I, and then I only realize it when I talk to someone on the phone. I like okay. Those are so many things for you to have done just in two days. I'm exactly. Like, actually, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, guys, for 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 those who may not know, we are recording this on a Tuesday night at at, 10, <laughs> at eleven p.m. At eleven p.m. This has become our new thing now. Nowadays, we record podcasts at 10, 11 p.m. Because one of us here is a fucking night runner, but it's all good. It's all you good. know you are as well. But yes. you you probably you probably sleep like at like twelve and then I, yes. I extend yes. by like two hours. 
you for came three. like four hours. Rachma, you've always, you've honestly always been that person who, whenever I was to call at 4 a.m., this person will always pick up. You That's have true. always been that person. And until now, it's actually not changed. And I saw people always wonder, yo, how, how does this girl's skin look so nice yet she sleeps like an owl, honestly? It's just jeans. It's just jeans. Uh, <laughs> Blame me to my mama. Yes. <laughs> I've literally never had a single swatch ever, ever, ever in my life. But again, there is a first time for everything. Yeah. Yo. Well, Because it's the night vibe things. Night, night on things only. How how is that? How, how is that halal? Rahma, that's so haram. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> do, do people even know what nitrana means? My people don't know. My people are just nice, nice guys. They don't people know. people know Renaza. If if you listen to this and you're outside of the two five or if you're outside of Kenya, nitranas were nitranas are people who would actually strip naked in the middle of the night and just run outside and go and cause mischief, uh, knock on people's doors and do some weird shit. You actually, there's a guy who I used to work out in the gym with. He he actually did a whole mm-hmm. documentary on night runners in... That night was runners. him for the BBC? Yes, 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 yes. yes. That was yes. him. Oh, that was so cool. Because I think that was my first introduction of proper... proper you watched it. Um, cultural, yes, I did. Proper cultural perspective of how night running is done, how it started for what and everything. Because yeah. I used to just think people do it out of like just Bored weirdos. But then, yeah. But then it actually has a cultural connotation to it. It's so weird. I didn't think it was, it's, it's basically like a whole cult, right? Yeah. It basically is. Oh. It basically is. And sometimes these guys have, have no choice. They just feel like, they just feel like God is speaking, speaking to them and tell them, yo, get buckets naked and run around. Yeah, so shout out to him. I forget his name because I have not been in the gym for bloody four months, Rahma. It's been four What months. Home, at home workouts, Kev? I can't do home workouts, Rahma. I'm, I'm a lazy bastard, number one. Number two, my days are crazy. <laughs> and that is why I love going to the gym. I love going to the gym. I really am a lazy bastard. I love going to the gym. The gym for me was my haven. That is where I'd go. So is it that you need, you need people to be doing the same thing as you so that, you know, moral support and everything? I don't need people per se. There's one thing that I realized that I love doing in the gym because I think for everybody who's listening, who tries to go to the gym, who tries to lose weight, everybody knows that. Find something that you love and do it well. I loved boxing. Mm-hmm. Boxing was my thing. They had a punching bag. They had some trainers in the gym that, that I used to work with. So that was fantastic. And now that I fucking live alone, I can't box the wall. So I literally okay. have no one. Yeah. So boxing was my thing. I'd go to the gym, run under the treadmill for, for like 40 minutes. Yeah, I cool box for like box for like ten twenty minutes, like 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 different things, and it just yeah. be fantastic. So yeah, so yeah, shout out to him. Um, he did the whole documentary on BBC Africa about night runners. Mm, it was Then, yeah. good. It was yeah, really good. Yeah, it was. Is your gym yeah. opening anytime soon? Though? I I I am not sure. Or are they even trying to figure it out? Yeah, but but I'm seeing gyms like. But I'm seeing gyms like Alphabet. If you listen to this outside of the two five four, I don't know what this situation is where he where he where he has an art. We had the first thing that yeah. was closed were gyms, but there are gyms like Alphabet and 
Actually, I've also designed one that I know that's open, but they're very strict with how you go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, like you have to mm-hmm. book in advance and be there super okay. early. Super At least they're taking yeah. precautions because, I mean, as much as this thing, people have to be aware and they have to take all the measures, life must go on because you can't have the economy getting shut down. You can't have people's source of livelihoods getting shut down for that long. Yeah, very true. It very just true. doesn't make sense. So at least people are taking measures to, you know, try exactly. to work with it. Exactly. Yo, Yo, do you ever get such like have you ever got somewhere that you had that that had like like okay like say like you go to the airport do you do they ever search mm. a worker? that's that's a very ignorant question I feel like that's a very ignorant question to ask but I feel like many people want to know but they just don't know how to ask so yes luckily for you guys I am that friend who has very who has a very open Muslim friend so you can ask all the stupid questions that you have to ask about Islam so yeah do they ever search you tell you to remove You know what? It seems like a pretty simple question, like a yes or no question, but yeah. really it is not. Let me tell you why. Let me explain. So, you know the background of how, of just the stereotypes that are attached to Muslims, Muslim women, and just if you're brown or black and you're Muslim, you're really just viewed as a threat. So, even when you're asking me about Uh, searches for example at the airport it's not just as simple as yeah, yeah they search me no you're singled out in a line of maybe 90 people and they, of course they tell you it's just a random search but then you will be frisked down completely completely and you'll be very lucky if they take you to like another room because most of the times they really just have someone tapping you down and then someone putting their hand in your scarf or in your bibui or something like that just to see or maybe like in your hand they're like what is this maybe you have a hairpin or something like that that want to see it so you can even be taken to another room and someone would want you to remove like if you have a bibui or an abaya for if you don't understand what a bibui or an abaya is it's um the Normally it's black, but these days there are many colors. Uh, it's like the robe or the kimono that most Muslim ladies wear. And then your hijab, you're told to remove your hijab, of course. And if you have a hairpin or something like that, or if you rolled up your hair, there's sometimes I'll tell you to unroll it and open it so that they can see if you're not hiding anything inside. Yo, but, so, yo, yo, but I hope that at least it's a lady who's searching you. I really hope that it's yeah, a lady. Yeah, at least from you. my experience, all the people that have searched me are ladies. But I, it's a, I think I saw a video going around. It went viral. A man was searching a lady and he was literally patting her down. And I was like... That is, that is, that is just disturbing. That is just disturbing. Yeah. And I want to give a huge shout out to Ipti, Ipti Hijabi Fired. Um, I was interviewing her during last weekend mm-hmm. um on my IG live and she mentioned something about how after the after the whole bombing things that that, that happened yeah. suddenly that's when she started her business of going to buy clothes from Gikomba and she yeah. actually mentioned how people would call her Al-Shabaab you know and and, and something that that weekends have by the and I really find it disgusting I will not lie like the moment that corona hit there was this video that went viral of there was this video that went viral of some i think a, i think a chinese man and a young young man and a young lady and mm. they were and they were being verbally assaulted in 
was it Italy somewhere and they were just saying oh and, and people were calling them oh corona 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 I think yeah. I heard about it but I didn't say it yeah 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 and it was it was a bit disturbing I mean yo like don't yo like like yeah like yo don't get me wrong the Chinese are really taking advantage of us the Chinese are really taking advantage of us and that's just yeah but I mean, again, it's not it's not all Chinese people that are bad. That is what mm-hmm. I tend to believe. Yeah, so that is actually really fucked up. Yo, the president has opened up the country. He has. We can but we cannot what travel. What do you think? What do you think Rah- about him opening Rahma. up Mombasa, um, Nairobi, and which other county? I think it's Mandera. I am that still have the, the, yeah I that are recorded that have recorded the highest numbers. I am still not going to give Mombasa a chance. I gave up on on Mombasa. Mombasa hates me, and I hate it. Pretty simple. Really. That's just how it is. But you know what? You know yeah. what? I had forgotten about this. So let's not even go there. <laughs> and for and for and for and for everybody who's wondering, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Um, probably by the time you or, or what is that that episode will will be put down. So <laughs> too bad for you. You no, never know. No, it's not. You never it's know. Not we now we are. No, we are actually putting it down now. We are. No, we we're are, not putting it down. I told you we're putting, putting it down at episode fifteen. Absolutely. When you not. do, when you do another episode in Kiswahili, that's when I'm putting Absol- it down. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah. So did you realize that it's on my account, right? Moving along swiftly. I, I I'm going to hack your account, baby. I, I'm telling you. So. My thoughts on the on Uhuru opening it up. I feel like it was very necessary. I feel like. The transport sector was dying. You know, again, the thing, and not to get too economical in this podcast, um, mm. the economy was suffering because very many small businesses depended on inter-county. They traded, they traded inter-county. They did a lot of traveling inter-county. Look at, for example, airlines and travel agencies, yeah. Airbnbs, and stuff like that. These are all people who, who would contribute tax towards the country, towards yeah. the government. So... I think the fact that they they were not able to do their business, mm-hmm. they 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 just had to open it up. I mean, you're 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 seeing places like Tanzania. Tanzania, I feel like Magufuli was just like they never ah. closed. Yeah, they, they never closed the inside. And his explanation was that the kind of work that most of the Tanzanians do does cannot allow them, or there's no there are no systems for them to be able to function from home. For example, most of the people that do small business trading, you can't tell a Mumboka to work from home. How how are they going to do that? Very how? true, very true, very true. Very true. Yeah. So fantastic Balei, Wa Kenya, Wa Kenya, Kenyans, Kenyans are gonna go harm. Kenya, oh, yeah. Kenyans are gonna go harm. Let me tell you, we are gonna be back to the point where we are gonna be seeing black and bamburi beach black yes. have you have you have you have you have you ever seen that moment rahman like when you're when you're at bamburi beach say you're looking at bamburi beach from like a balcony somewhere and, you're, and it's black yep you can't even see the water yeah exactly we are sadly going to get back to that point we really are and and, and the sad thing is even that our the numbers will definitely increase definitely increase so we yes, might I'm... even probably end up going back to a total lockdown if you guys are not careful. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, but be that as you may, Rachma, where are you going? I'm not uh, going anywhere. Honestly, yeah. I'm one of those people right now where everyone is excited to go out. I really am not. I'm not because I think we've just been lost into the excitement of 
us being opened up and the lockdown being lifted and everyone is excited to go everywhere, not thinking that it's not like this corona has just disappeared. It's not like our numbers are reducing. It's not like our health facilities can even withstand the amount of people that are likely to be infected if we don't continue taking the precautions that are set. So honestly, I'm not even going anywhere. I'm just, the most I'm going to do is maybe go to the office once in a week or once even in two weeks, or maybe go somewhere where it's absolutely necessary. There's a friend of mine who was, who was I think, texting me the other day. And they're like, yo, now that now that um, places have been opened up, let's meet up. And I was like, bruh, I ain't going nowhere. I really am not yeah. going anywhere. I mean, yeah. I'd love to see you, but no, stay in your house. Let me stay in my house. The most we can do is video call. That's it. Let me say this. Let me say this. For me, I had this vision of Corona. I was going to be like, yo, I'm going to be the house 90% of the time, weekends. Because um, for me, sadly, I have to go to work because the type of business that we're in, um, we are not able to work from home. So yeah. I'm going to work. So the effects of going to work is that what is going out over the weekend? And I honestly thought that, ah, this time I'll be chilling in the house. Maybe maybe once a month I will be in the house. Mm-hmm. I've been out every single weekend since Corona started. Not out clubbing or anything. Now nah, I've just been outside the house. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a weekend that I did not leave the house at all, at all, at all, at all, at all. And what were you doing I, all that time, all those times? A lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of things. Business stuff, meeting, um, meeting people, potential clients and stuff like that. You know, you know, sadly, the sad bit of it is that when you're running a business, you mm-hmm. have to think about it's not just you. You know, you have to yeah. think about your your employees. You have so many people that are looking up, looking up to you. You you yep. literally have yep. so many people's li- livelihoods on your hands. So mm-hmm. you can't um you can't operate the way other way other people are are operating. Yeah. You know, so you have to go meet people and get jobs and stuff like that. You know, so it's actually been ridiculous. But ah uh, man, I was hoping that. I was hoping that ah, I'll get one weekend to see in the house, but for, for the next three weekends, I'm just not going to be in the house. It's, a, it's, it's actually quite ridiculous. But yeah. if, I, if, I, if I could say, I just want to go to Naivasha, just drive to Naivasha, not even leave the car or anything. Just drive. Mm-hmm, just drive. Even if it's just driving to like um, view, uh, viewpoint, just driving to viewpoint, taking a few pictures and just driving back. That for me is good. Yeah. I just miss leaving Nairobi. I miss leaving Nairobi. I used to be those guys who would go for photo shoots for those of you who mm. who don't know, I am a photographer. Yeah, yeah, I remember. For those of you who don't know, I am a photographer from Nairobi, Kenya. Follow me on Instagram at Kevin Gekere. And Shoot I used to flag. go a road trip almost almost once every month. Almost, mm. uh, almost once every month. I think I ever took it for one of those road trips. Yeah. Ah, yes, we did. Very fun. Very fun. That was yeah. me through and through until... Corona hit and everything, so I honestly just miss leaving Nairobi and just traveling and going to see other places in the world. Yeah. Before before you can get to go to Nevasha, I mean, because of time and everything else, Limoro would be a nice place to start with because it's beautiful as well. Tigoni. But it's so yeah, but it's so crowded. No, like really? everyone is there. Yeah. 
and and I think I mentioned this I think in episode one or two of the podcast I actually talked about this Kenyans love alcohol way too much so anywhere that's a big place that they can go and chill without any restrictions best believe they are going to go there they'll be there Best believe be there will be there, and it's a changing place every single time. Evergreen had their time, that Ngong is at the time. I think in the beginning, everybody was going to Ngong Hills until videos came out of people from Nairobi. Nairobi has been Nairobians doing stupid yeah. shit, doing stupid shit. People, well, what's people, this other place in what in Karen or Lelua? Ololua, nah, yeah, but Ololua from the jump, but from, from the jump, they said that them they don't want that nonsense. From the jump, oh. from the jump, yeah. Ololua, Karura Forest, you couldn't go unless you're going to jog or like work out. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't. I think Karura, they actually they actually weren't allowing alcohol into the park oh. because that's because, good though. That's really because, good because you because need you need places yeah. where you can just chill without alcohol and just do normal stuff, man. Exactly, 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 exactly. Yo, Rahma, I have something interesting for us to talk about. Life in the 20s, life in the 20s, oh even though we are still God. in our 20s. Um, I'm sadly <sighs> in late 20s. Uh, Rahma, Why sadly? I, I think you're mid-20s, yeah? Because I'm Why meeting sadly? third floor. I, I'm meeting third floor in a, in a few years. Man. What's That's the problem years. with that? I don't want to hit third floor. I don't feel like I, I, I'm ready yet. I'm not. Okay. Define Let me tell you, everybody, everybody has this whole grand idea of how they're going to be when they hit 30. Everybody has this grand idea. I'm going to have my shit together. I'm going to have a business. I'm mm-hmm. going to have a stable mm-hmm. job, family, everything. I'm going to be owning my own house and everything. Okay, fine. So define what you think is your ideal place in your 30s. That's a, that's, that's a very difficult question to answer because everybody's answer is different. For me, I'd say I'd want to be a little bit. Of course, definitely everyone's answer is different. I'd, I definitely want to be self-reliant. I definitely want to not think about some amount of money, you know. Mm-hmm. I came to this so, realization, Rachma, recently. Yeah. I, had always, I, had, I had always kept on saying, oh my God, I want to be a dad. I want to be a dad. Let me tell you guys. I, I, I yes, do not want to be a dad. Huh? What changed? I do not want to be a dad yet. I don't feel like I'm ready to lose my privacy just yet. Let me tell you, I'm a very private person. I am a very private person. I like having my space and my freedom. Mm-hmm. If, if I feel like you're encroaching on my privacy, we gonna have a problem. So I feel like I'm not ready to have a kid just yet. I may be ready to get married, but I'm not ready to marry. Mm-hmm. But I'm not ready to have a kid just yet. Yeah, okay. that's just, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's something that's that's I came to realize. So, yeah, Rakma, let's talk about our 20s. Wait, what? you talked about having, being in a position where you can't, you don't have to worry about, let's say, spending a thousand shillings. Yeah. Because you just can't get there. So have you thought about things that you need to do so that you get to that point? Oh, best believe I'm thinking about that every single day. Best believe mm. all, all my free time I'm always thinking about how to make money. That's really that's really me. I'm that I'm that basic Kikuyu man. Always thinking about how to make money. That's me through and through. I, I'm that guy. I see anything on the road. I see anything that someone be thinking, ah, this is it. I'm like, how can this guy make money from this? Mm. Okay. That okay. is me through and through. Rachma, what would you say is one specific event in your 20s that you remember fondly the most 
what's your favorite moment from the 20s which are currently ongoing maybe not my favorite but which i remember um from my from my early 20s is definitely graduating it was it was great because first of all i didn't realize how much it meant to me personally until after so funny story is that on the day of my graduation i was so sick like a week prior i was so sick i had like severe food poisoning so even the week of the graduation i didn't know that i i was going to go for the ceremony itself so even even the night before i wasn't even worried about what i'm going to wear or anything i was literally in bed just trying to get better and the next day in the morning i wake up i'm actually feeling better i'm like actually i can go I can go. So dress up quickly, quickly, and then go. So even at that time, it didn't hit me. It absolutely did not hit me. So then come back home, and then maybe like a week later, and I'm not going to uni anymore. I'm like, whoa. And then I think we got, we got our certificates maybe a week or two weeks after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So after I got it is when I was like, what? it's over and i actually have my certificate here and i've done it it for me it really did solidify everything for me because it was something that i've been thinking about for a long time and um i mean being in uni and strats is just a, it's a loaded place to be in um not not many not many people can understand strats so i'll just say strathmore law school it's a very yeah. it's a very engaging place to be in yeah, so yeah. for me it was it was a good thing it, it, it's a good memory for me yeah, yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know rakma and i got to know each other from strathmore university i was a year ahead of her but yeah yo um yep. i got i got my certificate and i was like oh my god this is it and it's in a suitcase somewhere in my room and it's never left i've never actually done anything it's just there <laughs> It's just the that's true. Oh yeah, because you actually didn't use it for yourself. You you know you did you use it for your internship before I you actually, started working? No, no, because my internship after after school was in graphic design. So they really right, I remember. I actually, so I really actually don't I actually don't have a resume. I really don't. I don't have a CV. Like my CV is like no, really, seven or eight is. years. My CV is like five or six. No, my CV is like four or five years old i haven't updated it uh, ever since but um no nah, no nah, not really not really not really because like i remember when everybody when something significant happens they're like oh my god i do i've been missing for somebody okay, so what do you <laughs> yeah so what do you write in it nothing <laughs> no it's just a plate your it's your positions honestly, and that's it for the years yeah, and that's it Yeah it's honestly what I've done and and I've actually done a lot oh, but okay. I feel like I have two separate CVs I have a creative CV and I have a professional CV so yeah yeah you're so lucky I just updated my CV yesterday yesterday Mhm because I, if I don't do it it will reach a point where maybe someone's asking for it and you have to sit down for a whole day and update it Is why it, is you know, you know those tasks in the cv such a process by the way yeah it's because you tend to overthink because you it tend to it's so simple it, it honestly I seems know, so simple it's honestly, the most trivial thing 
and most simple thing, but yet it takes you so much time. I think because you tend to always want to put your best image, so you're just even picking with the words you're putting there, so how you're going to write stuff, what you need to put, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. It's, it's, it's a pretty short document, so you can't write everything. Exactly, exactly. You're, you're very... Do you know, I, I remember from, from my 20s, Mm. a lot a lot a lot of alcohol i had to bring in the haram aspect there let me tell you rahma there were days when me and my two boys we would drink three bottles of whiskey in one night three bottles of whiskey and we were eight in terms of alcohol intake I it just sounds like it's a lot and you shouldn't be having all of that. That is a lot. That is that is way too much for a normal for a regular human being to be drinking. So what's but what's the regular what's the normal consumption rate? How I usually drink nowadays is um two doubles at a go. So two doubles is two two shots of whatever alcohol mm-hmm. you you are drinking. I, I obviously put a, a a lot of water like in this today. Yeah. I, I, I'm always yeah. man through and through. This is uh, two shots of whiskey and like a lot of water, lemon water actually. So it makes it less potent and, and makes you enjoy it longer. Yeah, but okay. yeah, I used to do three bottles of three three bottles, one bottle each per day. Uh, every time, every time we would no 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 one bottle each, whenever okay. we uh, turn up. Rahma, I don't think you can really understand this but no i can't yeah. but it just sounds like it's a lot and you shouldn't be taking that it's it's, it's actually but yeah that reminds me of my 20s yo <laughs> i have i have so many i have so many alcohol stories so many alcohol stories for my for my 20s but i'm actually slowing down now i i, I i'm actually slowing down in that i can't drink as much as i used to i really can't yeah. now there's six beers and i'm and i'm literally asleep that is for me, you know, even that six sounds like a lot. Like why <laughs> why why are you having all of that? <laughs> I mean, you guys are the ones who would come come and ask us for livers when you, your your liver are just dead and not functioning. Yeah, I have I have the craziest, I had the craziest tolerance ever. I used to have one of the one of the craziest tolerances ever amongst most of my friends. I would be able to drink so much, so much. And for me, the funny thing is, I never get hangovers. I would never get hangovers by the until so I you hit. just wake up the next day like you didn't do anything. Yeah, and I look up at 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 seven p.m. Get ready and go to work. <laughs> until okay. until until the late twenties hit. When the late twenties hit, I had to watch what I drink. I had to watch what I drink yeah. because. If I would drink like I was like I was like I was twenty two, ah, uh, yeah. best believe, best believe I, I'm waking up feeling like I'm forty five. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But I think that that's what I'd say really. So uh, amid, I, I was thinking about my twenties, alcohol, lot, lots of alcohol. Ah, okay. So amidst all of that craziness, do you think maybe there is a moment or? of growth or something that you learned through all of that? Not for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. I believe that uh, people learn from their mistakes. And I feel like I've made a lot of mistakes. A lot of, a lot of not, mistakes. Not, lot not, of not particularly the drinking phase, but just generally in your early 20s or up until now. Is there something like fundamental that you think you came to a realization too or you learned that would definitely 
take through your thirties or the rest of your life? I think maybe I'd say this podcast. This podcast uh, mm-hmm. something that I've been doing around since I was in my early twenties. Something that I've really been doing around with. Yeah. So um, yeah, I've I've learned a lot. I I, I really can't touch on anything because I've learned a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I, I really can't say that this is one fundamental thing that I've learned. Yes, one thing that I have been trying to learn and teach myself is yeah. fuck everyone else. Let me explain what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what everybody else. Everybody, everybody has an opinion. Every single body has an opinion. Even someone that has ever met you has an opinion. Yeah. So just keep doing you. Keep doing you, and the rest will just fall, fall, fall into place. Oh my God! Can you can you slap water on your face or something? Rakma, it's eleven forty. For Christ's sake! I know. I know. Uh, do you see me on it? Do you see me on it? No. I. I Am I am I an actor like you? Am I absolutely not? <laughs> well, you need to just get with the program. Rahma, let me tell you the dedication that I have to this podcast. I actually drove all the way from Nasularia to Karen, Karen, <laughs> which for those who don't live in the two before that, that's like a say twenty kilometer um distance. Just to look for earphones. You're just to you extra. I'm down. Ah. 20 kilometers of extrapolating, just to calm down. Just to be able to buy earphones so that you guys can get a quality sound from me. So, yeah, that's Sorry it. to everyone who's wearing earphones because this man just talked into his earpiece. <laughs> it, the, the echo wasn't ringing. I, I really hope that, that the echo is now fine. I really hope that you guys actually like the quality i mean the, the quality it, it'll definitely get better we are just starting out but it'll definitely get better we have big plans for y'all we have big plans yep. big big plans big big and we have so much room to grow yeah yo there is so much there is so much room to grow so anything else from to god oh now that we're talking about our 20s and the mess that is, that is our 20s mm-hmm. how are you dealing with or are you even dealing with the pressure that comes with getting your life together and you should be doing something constructive you know oh yeah yeah i mean for sure you definitely deal with it i feel like a reason why people grow is that they put pressure on themselves so but it's very good it's very good to one day stop and pat yourself in the back once in a while you're like yo you have done well you have done well so sometimes it's it's good everybody i want i want to put a, a petition to get rahma a fresh job that is not being a watchman so if anybody has a business that they are running and they would love a beautiful costarian girl who can cook when she wants to and who has a voice well, over, that, that last the last addition was and, really important and who has and 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 who has the voice of a sexy young man please by all means by all oh means my. hit us up hit us up hit us up on the that's so haram podcast at gmail.com yes that will be our email with, from now on with fantastic offers please with fantastic, fantastic offers, offers fantastic offers mm-hmm. she will she will not take less than 100000 bob salary so yeah oh yeah Oh, yeah. So please, that's nice. So, that's nice. so people, think about it like this: 
you're actually saving a you're actually saving a young and start a young company a young business a young and startup <laughs> exactly. my mind is gone my my mind is gone i am so tired i am so tired i am i am just going to go straight to bed after this how you feeling i i actually feel like i need to do some work after this <laughs> wow 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 Well, see, right before we started that I'm tired. See, I see even one day just try and take leave. Just 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 try just try and just take okay. leave. Uh, I I was I was talking to my coworker Avid that I need to take leave. I am sure that more, that Mogaka can shikilia for you. I'm sure he can. Mogaka. Eh. Orwango. Or Wengo. <laughs> My Wachi is actually called Wengo. It's hilarious. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is hilarious. And wait, what's the point of taking leave and I'm working from home? Because I mean, sometimes I sleep. Yo, how is it working from home? By the way, like, what time do you wake to... up? What time do you it's wake up? One... Do you wake up early? What time do you? Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. It's the worst thing ever. You know before that I was really trying to normalize my schedule so be awake during the day and sleep during the night, which I normally don't do. So, I was doing very well until lockdown and curfew hit. Yeah. So now slowly slowly my schedule is just going back to normal. Normal I mean abnormal in that I'm working during the night and I'm sleeping during the day. but like it's not your normal yeah that's what i'm saying my my schedule is going back to normal <laughs> which is bad <laughs> because i was trying to be abnormal normal so yeah. now normally i'd be awake until like 5 pray and then go back to sleep and then not you don't not go, even back, go back just then, go to sleep no, then go to sleep. yes exactly then go to sleep and then wake up at like 11 11 a.m. and then start working again so it's the worst thing because imagine now if we start going back to full time normal work routine it will be the worst thing for me this is this has been episode 5 of the that so haram podcast thank you for being with us today those those a lot of things that we discussed just talked just yeah. opened up we just opened the the zoom call and just started talking honestly follow us follow us on instagram at the that so haram podcast follow us on youtube even though my co-host does 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 all want us to put up videos on youtube hey 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 but hey follow us on our uh, on our individual socials as well Oh yeah by the way at Kevin Gekar and and at Rahma underscore Ramadan that is R E no, it's it's a full stop Wow fantastic people put full stops on their IG handles nowadays please tell us people have been putting full stops Now what happened to just simple to to just simple handles what happened Simple is overrated <laughs> anyway this has been the that's a haram podcast and we shall see you guys next week take care and peace i am going to fucking bed and i am going to work <laughs>
See you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the That's So Haram yep. podcast yep. with me, yep. Kevin Gakere. Amira Ramadan, and you can follow us on our social media. What do you so mean? We have an Instagram for the podcast, which is That's So Haram podcast. <laughs> no, that's my thing, Rahma. That's my thing. It's yes, what do. do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, people, uh, follow us. On what do you Instagram mean? And and we shall see you guys next week. Peace. And Atra.